developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. All right, here we go. Oh, we're starting. Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly. Michael Boudreau is still away juggling for yet another billionaire. We are broadcasting live from the Orleans Casino. This is our second episode recording here live in front of Scoop Fest, the ice cream social listener festival here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, and here he is, preaching the love, your host, Penn if I preach in love, if I had forty-four billion dollars, yeah, I would not buy Twitter. I would hire Michael Godot to juggle for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> at forty-four billion dollars, it would be worth giving him three hundred to do his show. <laughs> Percentage-wise, yeah, yeah. Now uh, it's tough because. Uh, Basically, like uh, we we found this weekend, we planned it out, we put Scoop Fest here, and then the NFL was like, "Oh, those guys, those forward thinkers. Look at those front runners. Mm-hmm. We should put the NFL draft on the same exact weekend as Scoop Fest." And they bit off of us. Uh, and then since then, we've been just surrounded by. I mean, all I can tell is people are psyched about football. Oh no! Oh wow! Perhaps not in this room. <laughs> Crackling excitement. I, whoever's behind Vegas, you know, making sure they do Vegasy things, they do a good job. Because the amount of people have called me to ask me if I was excited about the draft or what am I doing for the draft is an, is an amount of people. It's non-zero? It's non-zero. And I like football, but I would never was like, oh, I wonder if my team's going to get are you, two guys. Are you still, are you still okay with football even with all the brain damage and stuff? I've been less interested in it. And I can't I, I tell. I wasn't referring to them getting hurt with the helmets. I was referring to with your brain damage. <laughs> are you still as interested in football as you were before the paint fell on you in the ladder accident outside your house? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we have that classic song. I, you know, I told everyone that story, and the truth is, I just owed the mob money, <laughs> and uh, and I told this, made up this elaborate story about paint. No, but I know, even with excitement about football, even if you're a huge football fan, the idea of like flying here. To be around some place where they're going to announce that your team took a guy to play football for you. To or, watch or, him. or traded their slot so right. that they could pick another guy later. Yeah. No, I mean, you're there to watch a meeting. But is it anything? I, I, don't, I don't understand anything about this, so maybe I shouldn't ask. But Which is funny because you were introducing it last night. Yeah. Which I suppose is exactly the same as I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. (laughs) We uh, we did introduce that, and if you'll notice... It is $20. (laughs) 
if you'll notice, I also found this, what I consider to be a football voice. Did you notice that? Well, we were, it was like, well, we were, when you come to Vegas, it's, you know, I did this whole, like, <laughs> I was here, that was me doing a Pendulette impersonation, but I was, <laughs> I was really, because I had these guys there that were telling me, you know, uh, they kept saying, I've never had to be told to do faster and louder, but they kept saying, uh, slow down and lean into it. Vegas matters. When you're, do you feel lucky? Is your team going to get, and I'm doing all this there and tell they stand next to me that they go like, throw cards at us. And we went, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I didn't know what the words meant that I was saying. I mean, I just, I just learned, it was like exactly like Andro saying, fuck all y'all. That was my introduction to the football thing. But yes, that's very embarrassing. And I, <laughs> and I believe we're introducing it every night. Oh yeah, we just saw the the beginning of it. Uh, unfortunately, we did not hear the the audio because we were at Fridays. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it was it it was very very Vegas coded, and you cannot do anything Vegas coded without Penn and Teller. So. Exactly, and it was uh, I my voice in that is is very excited football person. You were very jacked about the NFL draft. Very. <laughs> If you had to pick a team. Talking about yards and touchbacks and safety. Here's another. I was going to say here's something, but here's yet other things I don't understand. (laughs) Now, the draft, the skill involved in the draft is giving more money than the other teams to the players, or is there something else? Hilariously not. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, you just, each team goes in order based on how much they were bad. The year the before, are the reverse worst order. Ones. Yeah, so yeah, reverse, reverse order. From the the year worst before. team goes first, uh, and they just select the uh, uh, the rights to pay them a a fixed wage. There's no like free oh, agency. So, so this their 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 right is to buy first, but if they can't afford it, they can't do that anyway. Uh, they are able to do it. Like like everybody. So the wor- yeah. Why doesn't the worst team just buy the best player and win everything? Because there's a reason why they're bad. <laughs> So they say, we get first pick, we'll take Penn Jillette. There we go. Uh, He's very big. That's why you suck. He can't play football. (laughs) The only thing he's good at is the brain damage. (laughs) Everything else he sucks at. I would like to see you take a shot at the New York Giants quarterback. I think anything's worth a new shot there. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not as interested in football, and I think it's because of my own self-righteousness and CTE and all that stuff, but the truth is the Giants have been the worst team for the last five years, so it maybe it's just like, that I just don't understand. Because they're Giants, that would do well in football. <laughs> That's what you'd think. You'd think. But then Jets fly real fast. And then... <laughs> See, Penn, Penn is onto it. That's what would be really cool if it was an anthropomorphized version of the mascots fighting it out on a pl- on a field. We'd watch. There has to be a sport for that. Mascot wars. Oh, they do mascot Someone wars. Someone yelled out yeah. mascot wars. So I guess it's not as interesting as we thought. <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting to watch jets fly into giants. It'd be great if it was the Hunger Games, though. <laughs> well. I, if, if you had mascots that that all were sent to a remote location and had to <laughs> and they murder kill each, each other? other in a televised event uh, to keep our dystopian reality uh, bound, I agree that would be great. I'll give it two years. <laughs> well, this is a segment called "Great Ideas by Me." <laughs> 
I uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't participate if you're asking. I wouldn't do it. I you wouldn't what? I wouldn't participate. I wouldn't be able to. I don't think I'd survive in any any game that involves surviving to win. I think I'd die. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why, what's wrong with all the dystopian m- movies and all the people watching them would be the ones who were dead. Yeah. 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 I, always, I figure that any sort of disaster, I'm with the first one dead. Yeah. So, you know. But if you could send someone in your place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending Dwayne the Rock Johnson. To die for you? Yes. <laughs> he, he's actually, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is right now covering that Wait, Prince song. Now that, about that. now that I've thought about it, I'm sending Vladimir Putin. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, because initially, you're the dickhead who killed the Rock. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, you know, Matt Donnelly, isn't he that guy that had the chance to kill Putin and kill the Rock instead? <laughs> yep. Just because he was thinking too slowly after his brain injury? That's it. Who do you want to kill in the world, Matt? Uh, the Rock. No, poop, poop, poop. <laughs> sorry, you can't change your mind. I'm sorry, no take backs. Uh, damn it. I'm going to go back in time and kill Charlie Chaplin. No, no. <laughs> Hitler. Yeah, Hitler. Hitler, that's who I meant. I meant Hitler. I knew it was that look, that kind of look, but I get confused. Was it Mo Howard or was it? Charlie Chaplin, or was it Hitler? Oh, shit, was Hitler? I said third, didn't I? God, I didn't go yet. Yep, those are all three wishes. <laughs> Gentlemen, with the success of World's Greatest Con, are, yes. is there going to be a third season of World's Greatest Con? Yeah. There is going to be a third season of World's Greatest Con. Wow, that was enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. 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 in Madrid! Yeah! Well, cat's out of the bag on what the third season's about. Uh, <laughs> are you having a draft for your season pick? We are. We are. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, put a, a rookie wage scale on <laughs> all of the uh, interesting topics and find out who is going to be in your ear holes in a uh, year. We're, we're 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 not real good at keeping secrets. Uh, anyway, the third season is about somebody who performed a con. Oh, uh, no, I knew it. Performed? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the word you use. That's the verb? actually, uh, you know what? To give a coy hint, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a fish. Yeah, that Chris Angel gotta be <laughs> colder. <laughs> colder. <laughs> Are, were you fascinated by cons? Before this, like pot, is it like like you know the whole like people pulling? Well, I, 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 or just like me doing football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it like me? Only after Star Trek Two did you really become fascinated by cons? No, like 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 what? I... <laughs> Even I got that one. Wrath of yeah. Ricardo Montalban. What I mean to say is like cons know a lot about drafting first in the NFL draft. Uh, <laughs> oh, deep nice. cut to, for seven people. Yeah, you go. To answer your question, in an, a yet unreleased episode of Penn Sunday School, we talked about the fascination that I have between the parallels of the exact same tools that a magician used to checkmate somebody and create wonder are the same tools that a con person uses to uh, defraud the elderly. And, and so <laughs> there, there's something about that parallel, that white hat, black hat hacker scenario. Yeah. Like, wait, like, I think it's common, like, TV glorifies con artists as these elaborate schemes or whatever. Yes. When you really look at them, they're, they're usually just pretty simple and, and just going after night. And that's, that, that, that's a deliberate thing that we tried to go against, is that we didn't want to glorify the, especially when, when we're talking about criminals and we're not doing something that's a little bit left of center that is still exploiting those same holes in our, like, 
OS, we, we always want to make it about the person and follow the ethos of the, the log line of the show, which is cons don't fool us because we're stupid. They fool us because we're human. And like, let's understand the humanity in this process and not make it the super cool guy, you know, uh, who has the brilliant plan that needs 19 different things to, to, to go right. Which, which is also why almost always the most interesting character to us is the mark and what's going on in their brain, which is difficult when you finish a whole season of a show and realize did, did we just make Hitler the sympathetic rube? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spoilers for season one. Yeah. <laughs> and I always, I always point this out, but if you do not fall for a con every so often, you're not trusting enough. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You, you, must, you must do that. Well, when, when my son was just con recently. Uh, really? Yeah, well, you know, on an online gaming stuff, they oh, stole yeah. some money from him. And I said, that just means you're trusting enough. If you are never, ever taken in by anything, you're just an asshole. You're, you're missing a lot of life. You need to trust people. And if you trust people all the time, you'll get burned once in a while. And I think that is the price for paying the game of life. There's a, uh, a, a number Draft of... season! <laughs> That's why I talk to one out of every 10 people who DM me on my Instagram, who I don't know, uh, <laughs> the hopes that one of them is a girl that just happens to need a, an amateur photographer. Yep. Uh, I have disease. <laughs> it's called nymphomania. <laughs> Maybe you can help. <laughs> That's the legit one that Jacob got. I, not only did I get it, I get it regularly. <laughs> Well, really? When you, it's when because you I keep saying them, yes. Yeah, when you answer them, they send it again. <laughs> yep, they sure do. I, I, I don't know if it's still true, but uh, back when I took a psychology course, uh, they, they mentioned that there were contests where various algorithms were tried for the prisoner's dilemma. You guys probably are familiar with it, where you could choose to be an honest player or default on the prisoner's dilemma for a short-term game, but eventually everybody loses. And uh, ultimately, the dumbest, simplest algorithm of tit-for-tat always ends up winning, which is trust everybody at first, and then once somebody screws you over, that's your, their reputational score, you now know that they're a bad actor. Really? Welcome to the least funny part of the show. <laughs> no, but, uh, trust, is always, all, trust is always the right move for the prisoner's dilemma. Unless you're trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, you certainly aren't uh, overly sympathetic to the con artist in uh, whatever the episode with the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, oh God damn. Yeah. Okay, all right, I don't think we talked about this one, Penn. Okay, um, imagine, hypothetically, theoretically, a human being decides to, uh, I don't know, maybe try to defraud the most popular game show of all time, who wants to be a millionaire, and let's say, hypothetically, they wanted to come up with a code. Would, would it be a good code or a bad code for people to cough loudly? This is not the time to do that impression. Maybe next year. I love that you understood. And, and Brian, you should be so proud. They've clearly all listened. Right? It'll be really funny at Wave 7. <laughs> it will be. It will be. Let's wait really for that wave, funny. guys. Let's wave wait for seven. that wave. We'll be, we'll be laughing our lungs out. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they coughed 
on the right answer. On the right answer. And 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 again, uh, uh, sorry to spoil it, uh, it seems like a magician might think of, I don't know, maybe cough on the one before the right answer or after the right answer. Literally anything except for the right answer. <laughs> but when I, when I, that made the news for a little bit. I heard you were covering it on, the, on, on your show. And when I finally listened to it, I didn't realize that not only did they come up with the dumbest thing, but that it started to fall apart. And then they started doing much yeah. more stupid things as the game went That's on. That's a very whoa, sensible whoa, 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 thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's stupider? The For guy, example, the way the guy played. For example, let's say played. let's say somebody, despite all of your coughs on the correct answer, is not you know figuring out that you're coughing on the right answer. So he begins to say the wrong answer. Maybe you would go, <coughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> on national television, on the most popular primetime television show, <laughs> he coughs a no at him. Yeah. It's an audible, like, there's no question about it. Like, he, he definitely coughs. He goes, no. <laughs> I mean, or you can hear it on maybe, the television broadcast. Maybe I'm in charge of coughing, and I don't know the answer to this one, so I just ask you <laughs> next to me if yeah. you know the answer, and we're both mic'd. <laughs> and you tell me the answer, and I cough on the answer you just told me <laughs> to that person. To make Hypothetically, them do it. that's exactly what, what happened. <laughs> yeah. But unreal. But that... I, and then he why sees is the, the person French coughing <laughs> just become a contestant on the show? He was. <laughs> did he win a million dollars? No. So why would you have him cough? Uh, well, uh, uh, because uh, he was like, uh, they have that fastest fingers round of everybody who's like in the pool about to go on the show. So it was somebody who knew their stuff and wasn't under the white hot spotlight and all the terror and all that stuff. And so they, they agreed that, uh, hey, man, it sure would be nice if you would give me the answers. I didn't know how fast deer's antlers grew. Are you, are you changing the subject? No, no, uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I bravely am willing to admit that I currently do not know. Well, if you were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you were Penn Jillette, and they asked you what part of an animal's body grew the quickest, um, <laughs> I, I would imagine Penn Jillette would have a single answer that would be accurate. Uh, <laughs> Siamese twin. Yeah. If I had been there, Penn, and in the audience, I would have yawned. <laughs> uh, that's why I. Uh, that's why I, I did not become a millionaire and wants to be a millionaire. How far along were you? Uh, not not as far as I, I'd like to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did not call in. Uh, I think it was like uh, I thought maybe an octopus's tentacle grew back faster than a deer's antler or something. I've forgotten the situation. They did say I was one of the best contestants they ever had because I did all my work out loud. Well, I think the middle of the- Oh, yeah. They like that. Oh, they no, do not no, like man. people that go, B. <laughs> all right can, can we talk about this hypothetical person who did so terrible like quite literally he was justifying his bizarre things like the rules are simple you say all four things you wait for the dude to cough and then that's the one that you say so what how do you screw that up it's like the moment they ask the question you say well it's definitely not a <laughs> unless it's b <laughs> Possibly. You know, I think it is A, uh, now that I think about it. Yeah. He really kept messing. It was unbelievable how terrible he was. The total fools. Why wouldn't you just use a thumper? That would... They didn't search me. Uh, okay. This is where the magic has, blocks get upset. So, 
<laughs> so why didn't you use a thumper? Because I'm not a cheat, cheat, never beat. <laughs> has Has anybody used an internal thumper on? I'm wearing this? one now. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Did you ever play um, the video game Res? Vinny Grasso's not here. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> okay, all right. But if you YouTube Vinny Grasso and you understand what we're talking about, you're welcome. <laughs> Vinny Grasso had a thumper under his ball sack. Yeah. Well, that's what Penn said. Yeah, so Penn did the part out loud. <laughs> you are ready for millionaire again, my friend. I yeah. am. All right. Uh, it, wait, wait, wait. A, Matt Donnelly killed the rock instead of poop? <laughs> or is it B, Vinny Grasso had a thumper under his ball sack? <laughs> <laughs> no. With, with, with all the subtlety of an NFL draft intro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brian, uh, Justin, guys, thank you so much for coming by the Ice Cream Social. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Check out World's Greatest Con. Check out the Great Night Podcast. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, nope, that's it. All right. But, Those two things. Alejandro Madrid. Alejandro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Andro's got a show coming up in Madrid, so uh, make sure you check that out. Alonso in Chicago in November. Oh. And Alejandro will be in Chicago in November. That's why we've been training him to say Chicago. At, what's it called? Chicago. No. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and we know the name of the city, Alejandro. Yeah. What's the name of, uh, it's uh, Ricardo. Rhapsody Theater. Rhapsody Theater. The Rhapsody Theater. Rhapsody uh-huh. Theater in Chicago use, in November. Use checkout code. Fuck all y'all. Uh, <laughs> get a federal court order for twenty percent off. And all we right. will Free be uh, we will be at the Chicago Theater in Chicago at the same time, November eleventh. Oh, pretty cool. Very fun. Great. I bet you. I bet you guys will hang out. You think? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> you know who else loves going to SeaWorld? That's the following sponsor: Cons Two Beat Sandwiches. <laughs> Now, I just got some new coffee from uh, Trade Coffee. You've been yes, drinking that? Yes, I have. I love this company. I do. I love their deal. I do French press. What do you yeah. do? I use a regular coffee maker, but I fill that out on my little survey, and they've sent me outstanding coffees each month. Mine was really, really good, too. Yes. Really, really good. I use French press. Makes me feel really sophisticated and smart when yeah. I do my timer for four minutes, and I go... Plus, it kind of looks like you're a scientist. It does. It yeah. looks like you're really doing something. I just love it. It gets sent right to your door. I put it in my refrigerator in my office. It's nice and fresh. It's wicked, wicked good. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. They test it out. They taste it. They make it better than I'd be able to make it if I thought of it myself. Trade's first match guarantee. Trade is so confident they'll match you right out the first time. If you don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash Pen. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for freeze. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash 
pen. And let trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash pen for $30 off. And don't forget about Mother's Day. Coming up, a trade subscription is the perfect gift for a coffee lover in your life. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. We have one more guest to bring up here on the show. He closed out the uh, entertainment of the evening last night. He was a fantastic comedian and magician. Oh, he's right over. Is that the guy you're talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, over there. <laughs> and he's hiding behind an ice cream cone. Do, do we Ladies make it? Harrison Greenbaum. <laughs> Harrison. That's Harrison's song that he uses to dry hump the audience <laughs> while he pretends to do a magic trick. <laughs> you got to get your jolly somewhere. <laughs> Harrison, you were fantastic last night. How was the show? <laughs> you also did a pretty good show. <laughs> Are you having fun in Vegas? Oh, yeah. If I had $44 billion, I would buy the Orleans, and then with the other $43,999,998,998. So you're not happy with your room? Is that what I would, No, I would, I would open up an SVC, which is just a CVS where everything is backwards. <laughs> that would be our business model. All right. Just everything is backwards. <laughs> And then we would give you the money at the end of the interaction. Do you have to provide them with a miles-long receipt? <laughs> what about fleet enemas? Would that be the most popular seller? Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Now this is turning into Shark Tank. <laughs> okay, sharks, reverse fleet enemas. <laughs> oh, see, I've already got one sold. <laughs> we, had a, we had a tender topic there. So, uh, Harrison, so far, what is your impression of Scoop Fest and Scoop so far? It has been amazing. I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's such an, an amazing mix of people who either either listen to NPR or look like they were at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> it is very, it is anybody's guess who is who. <laughs> and he's still in the pineapple shirt and he still has... <laughs> Still has square pants. And Judy is lost. She doesn't know where she is. I looked for her. Oh, she's in the back. Hello. You missed a great magic show last night. It, ask people about it. She's crying. If you pee a little, raise your hand. That's all I want. Just a little. This is the last time you were in Vegas since when? The last time I was in Vegas was AJ's memorial. Amazing Jonathan's memorial. <laughs> okay, that was the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, really fun for you, yeah? It was uh, eventful. <laughs> I mean, obviously it was tough because I was close and uh, 
Well, we can get into the whole story. Yeah. Want. So AJ, they decided to do like a big celebration of life for him, and it was kind of like almost like a kind of a roasty stage show kind of thing. And who who's in charge of making the lineup? It's called Finally, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> At last. Who was in charge of making the lineup? And Anastasia and uh, and Carissa. Okay, so Anastasia and Carissa have a great sense of humor then. Yeah, well, the backstory, I, I, I don't know if everybody knows the backstory, right, that's, but that's... In, in December of 2021, uh, you guys all know Chris Angel has a restaurant. Andro? You know Andro? Chris Angel's Kablip, which means the restaurant's official name is Chris Angel's Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found out about this restaurant, and the website is You were the only one. That's right. <laughs> Eatblip.com is the website. It's not kablibrestaurant.com, and the reason I know that is because I bought kablibrestaurant.com. <laughs> How much was it? The greatest $12 I've ever spent. <laughs> in my career. And if so, you had $44 billion. <laughs> oh, I would open an even bigger burger restaurant in the middle of nowhere that serves Italian ices made in a magic warehouse. <laughs> uh, and so he, he did not appreciate you. Yeah, I uploaded a parody of that menu, which I guess I'm legally obligated to tell you is uh, looks different than his menu. Yeah. I put not at the top. <laughs> it says not kablip. Okay. And I put various. Which you don't have to do. The Supreme Court decided that. That is you true. You can do parodies. Tell. You're allowed to make fucking jokes still. Yes. Chris Angel's lawyer. He does not have to say, class. I'm not Sylvester. <laughs> they missed that class. Uh, Chris Angel's law, who I believe do trucking. That's not a fake thing. We Googled them and they, they specialize in trucking. Like, like trucking law or just trucking? Truck, you know, when you got to transport stuff, sometimes there are legal issues. Law of the truck. <laughs> so uh, I woke up. It was a new year. January 3rd was, the, was Monday of 2020, this year. And I got a cease and desist from Chris Angel's lawyers. His cease and desist went to Johnny Thompson on Christmas Eve. So you were two days after what he really was trying to do. He only said cease and desist on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Johnny Thompson did get a cease and desist on, on, on Christmas Eve. Wow. Chris Angel. Yeah. What a nice guy. <laughs> I'm waiting for St. Patrick's Day to call around. <laughs> So uh, the season of this was like, hey, nah, not funny. Yeah. You, you couldn't have taken the menu seriously. All the prices were outrageous. All the menu items were outrageous. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were sarin tacos, <laughs> uh, that, which uh, it says contains all the classic Greek ingredients, feta cheese, economic collapse, and women with mustaches. <laughs> So obviously the average person is like, wow, this Chris Angel restaurant is really going for it. <laughs> I have looked up now the real menu to Kablip, and uh, it, it, it lo I thought it was a parody for the first two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now go to kabliprestaurant.com. You go to it, actually. There's some great menu items on there. there really are some, really was, I was crying laughing when you put the that. The Italian ices have flavors like beige. <laughs> Oh, and the sizes are uh, large and small parentheses for children and pussies. <laughs> what? 
Oh, yeah. ball sex. Yeah, Sorry. We say, we say yes. ball sex. Now. Sarah Hester Ross sang a song yesterday that informed us we should say ball sex instead of pussies. Oh, uh, KablipRestaurant.com like is not coming up. <gasps> he wins again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Law of the truck. I'll try .gov. So you got the cease <laughs> So you got the cease and desist and the whole back and forth. Yeah, then it's like a whole thing because if you do go to court, you have to defend it and it costs like tens of thousands of dollars. And uh, I was like, is it worth it? <laughs> right. That's all you have to do. When he sends the cease and desist, you rip it up and throw it away. It's not going to go to court. They're not going to cuff you. He's just going to give money to some trucking lawyer. Do I say that right? Some trucking lawyer. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he's going to look like a dipshit in the eyes of people. You do not. There was the Larry Flint Supreme Court case with Jerry Falwell that covered all of this. All of this. And they had real lawyers, not trucking lawyers. <laughs> so when you get a cease and desist from someone for a joke that you've done, you just rip it up. Jimmy Kimmel is not going to go to jail for the joke that he made. No matter who says that. So you just... Are you listening to Marjorie get, Taylor Greene? <laughs> <laughs> or Ben and Jerry's. Too uh, soon. In, in, in Penn's defense, uh, we all got the cease and desist, including Penn. That's, what, that's the fun part is Penn yeah. got the cease and desist from Ben and Jerry about our podcasts. And what did I do? You, you laugh, you actually, well, he actually laughingly read it at movie night and then ripped it up. Yeah. <laughs> but you said do nothing, and we, we did basically nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, that's okay. All that stuff's. Yeah. That's I'm a neurotic Jew, by the way, so I did not rip it up. I had a lawyer write a response, which was worth it. He was pro bono. He's from yes. Public Citizen, which and the, is and the, an incredible and the response was great. And uh, I said. Not a trucking lawyer. Not a trucking lawyer. He's beaten Dr. Seuss. <laughs> uh, that is true. So I, he, some of the, here are some of the key it. quotes from the letter, which were, uh, you contend that this parody and the domain name violate your client's trademark rights, but the law has already sawed that claim in half. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun. That's fun. Even Houdini could not wriggle out of those constraints if the case proceeds in the Ninth Circuit. <laughs> I said, have fun with it, Paul. Go for it. That was really good. Your claim of copyright infringement does not levitate your threat of litigation <laughs> into the realm of the possible. It was pretty you know, fun. The interesting thing is Chris Angel didn't understand any of that. <laughs> he had trouble reading it with all the R's. <laughs> I... Chicago. So we had, we had our fun. Fast forward, AJ passed away, which uh, obviously sucked. And I got a call saying, hey, would you speak at his memorial? And I said, obviously, it would be a great honor. And then uh, a couple days later, they said, Chris also wants to speak. Is that okay? And I said, sure. It's not about me. And then I found out that he was going to go right before me. Yes. That's not even so. Someone has a sense of humor. They put Chris, then you in the memorial order. Yeah. And this was for AJ. So as Matt called it, it was really more of a dead person roast. Yes. By request, by his request. Yeah, he wanted to be super fun. That's a tough act to follow. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I roasted him. Yes. To his face, and it was very exciting. <laughs> and, and should I say cathartic? In the literal sense. In the 100%. original Greek sense. In the original Greek sense. Yeah, because he was bombing really hard, because he was making it about himself, which is weird. At one point, he's like, tight crowd. And I was like, it's a memorial. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? 
So I went up and my first joke was, it is, I think it's a tribute to Amazing Jonathan that he'd be celebrated by so many incredible magicians and Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughed like that and I leaned in and I said, see, it's not the crowd. <laughs> You can only blame the crowd if you're going on last. <laughs> just, just in case any of you are, want to take notes on that. Yeah. Really important because someone else can come out after you and do well. Yeah. 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 Very dangerous. And then you actually just had a serious note. You had an actual good name for his restaurant at one point. Oh, right? yeah. I, I also said, you know what? We shouldn't really, I mean, we should respect what he's done. Like he opened up a restaurant, which means he looked at his decades career in magic and said, wow, I want to fail at something else now, too. <laughs> And then <laughs> later on, I said, you know, my, one of my, obviously as a, as a kid magician, I looked up to Amazing Jonathan and I always wanted to be as funny as, as Amazing Jonathan and being as good at comedy as Amazing Jonathan is like being as good at basketball as Michael Jordan or as bad at naming restaurants as Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at him and I said, Dine Freak, it's right there. <laughs> And then I said, what are you going to do? Threaten to sue me again? That was fun. And then at the end of it, because AJ... And he didn't split. He stayed there? Oh, he ran real fast after it was over. No, but I mean, he listened to the whole thing. Yes, with sunglasses on. <laughs> which is weird in the darkness. It's a very dark thing. I didn't recognize him at first because he had a shirt on, but I... <laughs> Yeah, at the end of it, because we were, they had set up like a charity for AJ to donate. It was called like Burl, Burlesque Cares. Burl, it was really long. So I bought ChrisAngelSucks.com. I did. And it redirects to that charity. <laughs> so now I own that one too. No cease and desist of that. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe now. Well, that's, that's interesting because that one you're not on firm ground because I believe Chris Angel has trademarked Chris Angel sucks. That's his new slogan. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now, you said it was cathartic. Do you feel like it is now kind of over? I think so. You hope so, right? I, th I think. Yeah. We'll I find out. So. I mean, it would be really fun if it went to court because then he would have to testify. Oh, man. He'd be like, uh, I, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth to me and nothing but me, all but me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sits down. Could I have the whole jury stand up and get a selfie with them all, applauding and standing up behind me? <laughs> he tries to stooge the jury. <laughs> uh, Chris Angel sucks, still goes to Burley Cares. Yes. <laughs> and you should donate to that site. It's very nice. Yeah. Now that that's over, what's next for Harrison Greenbaum? That is a good question. I've already been eliminated from everybody's favorite reality television shows. <laughs> uh, just touring a lot. You did AGT. AGT, eliminated. Last Comic Standing, eliminated. Mm -hmm. Fool Us didn't even air. Was not mad about it. That's just me being very efficient at being eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out the middleman. <laughs> Penn's going to send you a cease and desist right now. That's right. <laughs> it's going to go down. Right now. Wait a minute. Fool us sucks? Goes, <laughs> goes to amazing Jonathan Charity? <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate you coming out last night to entertain all of us. My pleasure.
Would you like to participate in a foreign accent contest? Let's do it again. <laughs> no, we're going to do the reverse. Oh. We have a foreigner come up, and then we all take turns saying foreign phrases. Yeah. Okay. This feels cancelable. <laughs> Don't worry. What are, what are the ethnicities we're doing? You're like, Harrison, take Chinese. Fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. You're getting Korean. <laughs> All right, who, who wants to give us a phrase in another language? All right, right there. Another language, yeah. Or no, no, not another language. English language, yeah. In English, yeah. All right. <laughs> Sarah, you're from Ireland, right? You want to do Irish phrases for us up here that we have to say? Again right. for Sarah. <laughs> uh, the tuna melt, by the way, costs uh, $1,520.99. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so do you want clean phrases or dirty phrases? Dirty phrases. All right. Smell the balls off your mother's chin to kill a horse. <laughs> what? What? All right, slower, slower. I think I have to call PETA. <laughs> so this is like, you know, someone's like coming at you in the club and, you know, they've got... Oh, so this is aggressive. Through. This is aggressive. It's like, you know, trying to stop a fight before it starts. So, or maybe trying to that start That doesn't sound like fight. I'm trying to stop a fight before it starts at all. <laughs> no, yeah, so smell the balls off your mother's chin to kill a horse. Slow, your, <laughs> slow it down. Okay. <laughs> slow down and lean into it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. 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 Me. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the key on my wedding night. <laughs> Sl- yes. I don't know if I can slow it down. Oh, right, I will. Go for it. Smell of balls. Smell of balls. I don't know if I can slow it down. It was also what he said on his wedding night. <laughs> Smell the balls of a horse on your chin with your mother's kitchen floor or what? Yeah. Pretty Is that it? Smell a ball. I need you to draw me a diagram. <laughs> Let's start with a picture of her mother. And then draw the balls. Are the balls on a kitchen floor? Are they still attached to a horse? And where does the chin come in? Well, uh, I think your, your mother's chin was recently... You know, in contact with various balls. Oh, is that what's being uh, insinuated? I don't okay, get that okay. at all. So this stops. She managed this, to get so does, far down on a horse's dick <laughs> that she reached the balls. What kind of? That's something to celebrate. That's in, that's in, that's impressive. That's just talent. No, it's now. This is something you say when you graduate college. It's no getting down to the balls of a horse, but now it's the, something. Now the fragrance of your mother's chin. If a horse were to smell it, the horse would die. The horse would smell die. other yeah. horses' balls. Smell <laughs> other horse balls. <laughs> Not horse balls, like human balls. Wait. Yeah. Wait. 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 <laughs> I'm Sorry. still confused how this stops a fight from happening. This is how the, 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 the fight stops. Is they're like, fuck you, fuck you. And then I'm like, horsey, whatever. Like, okay, can you just well, explain? What are we talking about? And then 30 so minutes go by, the and they horse, forget what they're even fighting how about. How they're does all the talking horse about horses and balls. Would they know the difference between the smell of horse balls and human balls? <laughs> and if so, I do. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I keep forgetting how circus pen really is. I should never under as the circus mate you. Uh, yes. So okay, Pen, since you do know, I do know. May I call upon your expertise to give us some defining attributes <laughs> that would make you go, "Oh, this is clearly a rough child ball from the from, from you know what?" what, what do we do they have vintages. Well, now? I think so. Oh, I don't know if you've ever spent on a 1939 horse dick, but. 
That was a good year. It was a good year for horse dick. It was sea biscuits here. <laughs> I refer you to my five volume book set, Remembrance of Balls Past. <laughs> And I suggest you read it in the original French, not in that new bullshit translation. By it the starts way. out with a Madeline, and then it changes to horse balls very quickly. How it brings you... I lost everybody on Proust. I? I lost everybody on Proust. By the way... On horse balls, they were with us. It went to Proust, and everybody just checked out. This is still a more appetizing conversation than any of Chris Hachel's <laughs> menu items. Andro vehemently disagrees. This is your favorite restaurant. Yeah, Andro. My favorite restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Restaurante. <laughs> Restaurante favorite. I wrote for a show on Telemundo, and that's true. I was a head writer of a late night show on Telemundo, and I made tens and tens of pesos. <laughs> Do you speak Spanish? See. Si. Nailed it. Like you didn't have a translator translate stuff, or you you could write. It was. It turned in. It got real weird. <laughs> it got real weird. By the last now, episode... you're saying real weird, sitting next to somebody who's talking about the smell of horse balls. <laughs> we had a sketch called Speeder Ombre. Yeah. Oh, what? Speeder Ombre. He was a Mexican Spider-Man who did all the jobs that American Spider-Man didn't want to do. <laughs> and by the, time, by the time it got to air, it was a Puerto Rican in pajamas with silly string. Which is probably a hate crime in multiple countries. <laughs> By the way, while we're talking about animal fucking, how, how do you get... I, you keep, people have been arrested for bestiality, which blows my mind. How do you get arrested? Like you're, the, the, the victim Who calls the cops you. is what you're saying, right? Yeah, if you want to get away with it, just don't tell anybody. All I'm saying is if I wanted to fuck an animal, I would get away with it. <laughs> I'm not saying I did, but if I did, you wouldn't I'm, uh, know about it. I'm strictly don't ask, don't smell. <laughs> you might think you'd get away with it, but then one night, speeder hombre, speeder hombre, como esta, this horse's balls. <laughs> oh, finally, Hondro laughed at a joke. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to get a cease and desist from the Ramones estate. <laughs> Do the Ramones own that song at this point? I mean, they, they have the definitive version, but right. they own the song? No, no, of course they okay. don't. That came out in the 70s. But right. the Ramones... Wait a fucking fact check pen, dude. You nailed it. <laughs> 1970s, great year for music, terrible year for horse ticks. <laughs> Sarah, a, one more a, time, one more time. I think you have that back I can one. give you a phrase that's very Irish, that's like much... No, no, this yeah. one's perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Slow or fast? Slow. Very slow. <laughs> like one word at a time. All right. Smella. 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 Balls. It's two words. <laughs> no, it runs together. I know. Not that it run together. What the word started at before yeah. the Irish destroyed it. <laughs> smell a. Balls. Balls. Smell a ball. Balls. Plural. Smell a balls, plural. So that's confusing smell right there. Smell a ball. Smell okay. of balls. Smell a balls. Smell a or a? Off. Of. of. Smell of balls. Okay. Yeah, smell of balls. Yeah, smell of balls. Smell of balls. I just hope that people who run the Orleans are walking by right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, last night... They said a, it was about ice cream. Next door, next door, there's like a Bible convention, and last night, people were swinging Sweet Caroline, the Jersey version, and so while the doors were wide open and people were going to this Bible thing, all I could hear was, fucking whore, as everybody walked by. So they was, thought they were missing the Mary Magdalene conference. Yep. <laughs> It was my favorite moment. It really was beautiful. 
smell a balls. Smell the balls. Off your mother's chin. Smell the balls of your mother's chin. chin. Would kill a horse. Would, would kill, a, kill horse. a horse. So the ah. smell of balls. Ball. So yeah. there's really no horse balls in this at all. No, exactly. No. Well, well, why were you sucking off all these horses? <laughs> <laughs> research is research, Matt. So the horse. Yeah, you still get to write it off your taxes. <laughs> the horse is smelling your mother's chin for the smell of the balls. Yeah. And it then. I understand away. this. <laughs> there. Now we are ready to start the competition. Smell of balls. Off your mother's chin would kill a horse. Smell the balls, your mother's chin would kill a horse. Very nice, well done. So the horse, the horse was the victim the whole time. No, no, no the connoisseur. <laughs> Pronounced Clydesdale. All right, Jacob, Jacob, you first. All right, Irish all right. accent. Irish, Irish. Say it to me again in Irish. <laughs> Smell the balls off your mother's chin to kill a horse. All right. All right, then. All right. The smell of balls off your mother's chin would kill a horse. Huh? Huh? Yeah. A little Scottish, but not bad. All right, ready? That's the same continent. Ready? Smell of balls off your mother's chin, green clovers, and blue diamonds. <laughs> Better? Paul? Ah, uh, smell of balls on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> Now we can't air this episode. What are you talking about? That was as Irish as it gets. That was, that was oh, I Belfast. Forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Smell of balls off a chin of Guinness I drink. Four leaf of clover. Belfast. Uh, it's a me, a Mario. It's a me. I remember the troubles. Oh, so sad time. Drop a small glass in a big one. Car explode. Quit slamming your fist oh. on the table. It's an audio podcast. All right. Next up, <laughs> I, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Go ahead, Sylvester. Hey, smell the balls up your mother's chin will kill a horse, Polly. Why don't you... <laughs> you should have kept the fucking robots. <laughs> All right, my turn. Smell the balls off your mother's chin will kill a horse. Oh. That was really good. Ringer Donnelly in here. Last name Donnelly. It's in the jeans. <laughs> A smell of balls in your mother's chin would kill a horse. Okay, that's not a very American pen. Did? <laughs> Although I know you, <laughs> I know that when you, what was the accent you had to do where you had to like hire an accent consultant for? Uh, I did for uh, for tough guys don't dance. Yeah, I had Meryl Streep's uh, accent coach to learn to do my uh, my southern accent. And how'd that work out? I was really good. <laughs> did you sound just like Meryl Streep? Precisely. Awesome. <laughs> Dingo kill my baby. <laughs> Perfect that was my Irish. southern accent. Now with less teeth. <laughs> Harrison, it all comes down to you. I am terrible at accents. Well, you do one all the time. A <laughs> cancelable one. Smell a smell a balls on your mother's chin. <laughs> With you are the bad at it. <laughs> He's quite mad, you know. <laughs> I just threw my Sean Connery. Yeah. I'm surprised. I did not think your weak spot would be trying an accent. Holy shit. Here, <laughs> the thing is, I can do a very good accent as long as it's for the wrong country. <laughs> like, I'll do an accent and be like, that was German. I was like, I was trying to go for French. <laughs> it oh. sounds like a, a ghost voice coming through. <laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> Something you'd hear in a haunted hotel. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Smell a horse. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. I need a new room. It's the intonation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Good job, Harrison. It's magically delicious. Is Sarah picking the winner? I think so. Should Sarah pick the winner? Should we have the crowd cheer again? Well, let's, see. let's hear Sarah's opinion first, and then we can go to the crowd. I mean, I won, right? Oh, clearly. Definitely. <laughs> All right. And the, the sideways eye contact you were making with me at the time. Yeah. Okay. I'd sure like to hear Hondro do that one. <laughs> Hondro. Yeah. Come on, Hondro. Smell the ball. Do bowl. it. Do it. <laughs> Smell of balls and your mother's chin would kill. Smell of balls and the mother's chin will kill the horse. <laughs> Perfect Irish. Perfect Irish. I mean, he's a ringer. Like. <laughs> All right. Well, that about wraps us up. Uh, Penn, you want to take us down? That was Penn said he's good. I think. Touch a chop. Hydro one. You become naked. Who won? Say who won. Say who won. Well, Matt and Hondro, I think Hondro had to get it. Hondro, you won! Horse. Kill a horse. Put it, put the balls in the kill a horse. Hola, hola, hola. You know what I love? You gonna bring the fact there, Matt Donnelly? I do. Time to thank loyal members of the congregation. Here's Dr. Scoop Little, Joseph Mastrangelo, Jeremiah Jenkins, Nate Soloway, Kelly Reeves, and last but not least, Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Julian Webb, Sean Magruder, Stephen Volcano, Jim the Naked Magician, still selling the domain nakedmagician.com. All domains must go. Scoop to Mids and Paul McBride. Thank you so much. Penn, thank you for creating this podcast. Thank you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.